Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 2, verses 16 and following. This is after Joseph, in yesterday's passage, received a dream from the Lord to get out of Dodge because Herod was coming after Jesus. Let's pick it up right there. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, became furious and sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem and in all that region who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had ascertained from the wise men. So in other words, he talked to the wise men about when was this child born and figured out that it was within the last two years. And so I'm going to kill every child two years old and younger to make sure I wipe this guy out. By the way, Bethlehem, relatively small village in the area around it, there was probably somewhere between 10 and 30 boys that were that age that were killed by Herod in an attempt to take out the king of the Jews, Jesus's life. Verse 17, then was fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be comforted because they are no more. This is a quote from Jeremiah 31. Jeremiah is one of the major prophets, of course, and we were doing Bible overview back then. You can go back and hear some of those from the book of Jeremiah. This particular verse or chapter in Jeremiah is talking about the Lord turning the mourning of the Jewish people into joy. During the exile, this particular verse is focusing on the grieving of the Jewish people, of the Israelite people, as a result of the exile. And by the time that Jesus came along, hundreds of years later, this had become kind of a mantra or a phrase. kind of a proverb that alluded to the mistreatment of the Jewish people. So this, in Matthew, is certainly in line with that, the mistreatment of the Jewish people. Herod is so bent on killing the king of the Jews that he's going to wipe out 10 to 30 boys, two years and younger, in this in this region. And so, of course, there's weeping and lamentation. And that fulfills a prophecy that not only was Jeremiah talking about that with relation to the exile back in Jeremiah, but that was a foreshadowing of weeping that would take place. And again, as we've said over and over, Matthew is continuing to point his audience, point the Jewish people back to the Old Testament. Remember when it said this? Remember when it said this? Remember when it said this? We see all this stuff pointing to Jesus Christ. He is the Messiah. You can take it to the bank. And that's Matthew's purpose with this gospel. Verse 19, but when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, rise, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. And he rose and took the child, this is being called out of Egypt, what we talked about yesterday, took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there, and being warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee. So, Archelaus is Herod's son. He was equally cruel to people and just kind of barbaric. And so God directed him, don't go back to the area that Archelaus, the son of Herod, is ruling over. You can go to the district of Galilee, which is outside his jurisdiction. And he went and lived in a city called Nazareth, that what was spoken by the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. So there's another 
allusion to a prophecy. But here's the thing about that. That's not a specific prophecy that we find anywhere in the Old Testament. Could be just the general idea that Jesus was going to be despised as Nazarenes are despised in Matthew's time. Or, this is much more interesting, I think, the Hebrew word for Nazarene is very similar to the word Hebrew word for branch. And as you remember in our Old Testament overview, the, the word branch was used several times in the Old Testament prophets to re- refer to the coming Messiah. So while this is not a specific prophecy that you can find in a chapter and verse in the Old Testament, it's certainly an idea that is consistent with Old Testament thought. And here's Jesus supernaturally having been directed not back to Judea or Samaria, but to Galilee and Nazareth, where he would be called a Nazarene. What you need to think about here, I'm probably going to go back to this a few times throughout this overview in the New Testament frankly, because I'm scarred by a really bad experience I had at a questionable seminary where the New Testament professor I was under was suggesting that really the things Matthew writes or Mark or Luke or John can't be taken at face value because Matthew had an agenda to convince the Jewish people that Jesus was the Messiah. So he cherry picks these prophecies. He cherry picks this stuff to try to bolster his argument, even though they were never intended to be pointing to the Messiah. They were never intended to be used used as supports for defending the Lordship, the Messiah, the Son of Godness of Jesus Christ. So at the end of the day, you have to decide, is Scripture reliable? Is it from God? Is it inerrant? Is it authoritative? And if your answer is yes, then all of this stuff lines up, makes sense. And if the answer is no, if you want to play fast and loose with these and go, oh, that prophecy certainly couldn't have meant that, or that Matthew just actually wrote that in there. They didn't flee to Egypt, or they didn't come back to Nazareth in Galilee supernaturally. He just kind of altered history to make it line up with what the Old Testament was saying. If that's where you're at, you may as well fold up and go home. I mean, there's nothing here that's reliable if you start chipping away at any of it. We're going to continue to advance this as if it is reliable, true, take it to the bank, and praise the Lord because uh, he's provided a Messiah for us, a sacrifice, a mediator, the one, as Matthew said in chapter one, who will save us from our sins. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.